Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1464 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. In Fire Nation, I've created a quick and powerful tutorial on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Facebook Live, and so much more at skillsonfire.com, so go check it out. And let's chat with today's featured guest, Mr. Mark Mawinney. Mark, are you prepared to ignite? John, I was born for this. I'm <laughs> yes. e- I am eager to ignite. Mark is on a mission, Fire Nation, to help coaches build stronger businesses. A lifelong entrepreneur, he achieves this with his podcast, Natural Born Coaches, his coaching programs, and his Facebook group, The Coaching Jungle. Mark, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, thanks for having me on, John. Uh, You've actually been a guest on my show and Kate has as well. So I appreciate you having me on here. So yeah, I'm a business coach and I work exclusively with other coaches because um, coaches have a desire to help people. They're passionate about what they do. Just unfortunately, a lot of times they don't know how to get the clients through the door. So that's what I'm doing. I'm all about helping them build their businesses and, and getting them rocking and rolling. I'm in Atlanta, Canada, and uh, my big motivation is I have an eight-year-old son named Gray, and I'll get a shout-out to him here. Hey, buddy, but uh, he's what keeps me going. He drives me, and uh, very important. So that's me in a nutshell. Well, what's up, Gray? Shout out from Fire Nation as well. And Mark, I'm excited for this interview because we're going to be going deep into your journey as an entrepreneur. But first and foremost, you're on this show for a reason. You're great at something. So kind of break down for Fire Nation. Like, What is your area of expertise? And give us two value bombs in this area. Yeah, I think I really am a natural born coach. So um, it's funny how I named the podcast. You know, make a long story short, I went through top 100 lists of music and movies and books trying to come up with a name for my podcast. And when I got down to Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers back in what, 1994, (laughs) yeah, that's what people think, of course, when they hear it. And what I was doing was inserting my keyword in there. And I know that you did that with EO Fire as well. You know, I've heard that story. I've told that story to a number of people. And I got down to, um, I had some really lame names for my uh, my podcast. At one point, I was leaning towards new coaches on the block and I had the URL for it. (laughs) it's available now if anyone wants to rush out and grab new coaches on the block it is available but fyi i don't hate that name by the way i think it's kind of (laughs) clever yeah it kind of is but i'm glad i went with natural born coaches so i'm really a natural born coach and and the people i work with are as well you know even if they didn't consider themselves coaches way back when i've heard so many stories from them saying oh my god i've been a coach all my life really and and that's how i am so you know, my area of expertise is coaching. I love it. You know, I I could do it all day long. It fires me up. But uh, one of the big things really that's been a part of my success is really creating valuable content that people can digest and then they can put into action. So I, um, I'm big on creating valuable content, getting it out there. And the two value bombs really is I have a bias towards action. So I really hate it when people are perfectionists. I think perfectionism is it can be a killer if you're trying to be an entrepreneur. So I am more of the school of thought, ready, fire, aim, as opposed to ready, aim, fire, definitely. So that's been big. And then the second parts, I've just, I've been consistent. You know, I've just, I've been a machine. I've been disciplined. Rain or shine, if I'm healthy or sick, 
doesn't matter. I'm going to get that stuff out there to help my community. And I know you're the same way, John. I mean, you've done, what, 1,500-ish episodes of EO Fire. You are a machine as well. You're consistent. And if you're not disciplined and consistent, again, it's going to be very difficult to be an entrepreneur. So those are two very big things for me. And let me combine those two. Let me just say, Fire Nation, consistently publish. Like, just get stuff out there. Like Mark said, take action. Put that finger on the trigger and pull because we just got to get stuff out there. And if it's perfect, you've waited way, way too long. So just get stuff out there on a consistent basis. Let the audience, let your avatars come back to you with their feedback, with their overall vibe of what you're saying. And then you can adjust. You can pivot on the move. That's the great world that we live in. You can be agile. You can be quick. You can be fast. But just publish consistently. Now, Mark, I kind of want to move into something that you've changed your mind about in the last six months. Because, you know, as we're talking here, you know, it's the end of October. And a lot of things have happened this year. The world we live in is moving so fast. What's something that you believed six months ago that you no longer believe? Well, I thought my Blue Jays would have a chance to win the World Series <laughs> and the wheels are kind of c- coming off as we're recording this, but no. Um, I thought the Red Sox were going to take it. I mean, this is big yeah. poppies last year oh, and we got yeah. swept. What? I, uh, I had some fun with some good friends of mine who were Bo Sox fans where I'm a Jays fan and um, yeah, I was teasing them quite bad when the Indians beat them out. But uh, no, I mean, one thing I've really changed my mind with, I had... Um, I heard something really, really valuable probably 18 months ago. I had Bob Berg on my podcast. Um, Yeah, I love him. Author of The Go-Giver. Go read it. It's an awesome book. And Bob said something. He said, money is an echo of value, which I totally agree with. I I believe if you put value out into your marketplace, it's going to be reflected in your bank account. What I've changed with that, I've put a little asterisk in there just from experience. And what I think is it's great to put as much value out there, but you have to make sure that you're being compensated for that value that you're actually charging. You're not just giving everything away for free because I've seen some people that just give it all away for free and they think, oh, it's going to come back and then they get burned out. So where I've changed it is I heard another great quote. It's give free information and charge premium for implementation. And that's what I do as well. So I give you know as much value as I can for sure, but I also know where to draw the line. And I say to people, hey, If you want to get my help, you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in me. And I'm not afraid to admit, hey, I'm in business. You know, I'm in business to make money. I I really like money. I like to eat. That's kind of cool. It's nice to have (laughs) a roof over my head, a car and all that fun stuff. And I just think sometimes that um, entrepreneurs are almost afraid to admit that, hey, we're in business to make money. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that you enjoy money. I think it's really hard to do what we do if you're not being compensated fairly for it. That's a great point. And there's something that I talk about a lot, Fire Nation, which I call the tipping points. Because I am a believer when you start, like when I started at EO Fire back in 2012, there was no reason for people to give me money because I hadn't established myself. I hadn't been giving value for any consistent period of time. But when I started doing that value on a consistent, free basis with the podcast, I got to the tipping point. It took me six months. It might take some people eight months. It might take some people two months. Who knows? But if you're willing to give free, valuable, and consistent content, you will get to that tipping point where finally your audience is going to come to you and say, hey, what can I pay for? And by the way, as Mark said, it's so true. You are obligated, Fire Nation, to generate revenue because guess what? You're doing something amazing in this world. You're sharing your message, your mission, you're giving value, and you need to be compensated for that so you can continue to do so. If you try to be a martyr and you 
you don't take any compensation, you're going to have to stop doing that. Because like Mark said, food's pretty important. Shelter's pretty important. And if you can't put a roof over your head and food in your stomach, you're going to have to go find a J-O-B that's going to allow you to do so. And that's not what you should be doing. You should be sharing your gift. And that's going to happen when you continue to be compensated for that. So I love that, Mark. Huge, great point. Fire Nation, remember the tipping point. You will reach it if you deliver free, valuable, consistent content. Now, Mark, shifting to your journey as an entrepreneur, you've had the ups and the downs, brother, but take us to the worst of the worst entrepreneurial moment you've ever experienced. Oh, you're going to send me into therapy here, John. (laughs) (laughs) I got a shudder down my spine. I'm okay now. No, I, um, yeah, I have had the ups and downs, lots of ups and I've had um, some pretty bad downs as well. But uh, for me by far, I remember this day very clearly. It was Tuesday, August 11th, 2009. So that's when you know that it's a bad day when you can remember everything (laughs) about that day. You're like, I remember 9-11 and that date. Yeah. Where were you when, you know, that (laughs) happened or when JFK was shot or Elvis died or whatever. And uh, that was the day that my real estate business closed. So before my life in coaching, I had about a uh, decade in real estate. I started when I was 21 years old and I looked about probably 14 or 15. I looked really young and that was back in 2000. And I spent almost a decade building up my business. You know, I just worked my butt off. I was uh, just go, 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 adding people to my team. I was growing other businesses that complemented my real estate. I expanded into different markets And I went in 2009, the beginning of that year, I decided to get really aggressive. So everyone was starting to pull back because of what had happened down in the United States, you know, in 2008 with the economy. And what's that old saying that the advice that was given is when everyone else is fearful, that's when you're aggressive. And then vice versa, when everyone's aggressive, you pull back. Well, it didn't work for me, unfortunately. And our market just totally dropped off. Still hasn't really recovered here now, even over seven years later. And um, yeah, everything came collapsing down. So that was the day, August 11th, 2009, when it finally clued in that, hey, I'm not going to be able to save it. Because the weeks leading up to that, I was kind of like the typical entrepreneur. You know, we all have the the poster on the wall with the kitten hanging on the clothesline saying, hang in there. (laughs) And that was the day when the kitten fell off the clothesline and went (laughs) down to its death on the ground, you know. And uh, yeah, so uh, I knew, uh, okay, it's over. And it was really tough, especially the the months after that, right after I was getting beat up really bad with the local media. We don't have a lot going on here. So it's not like a big market like New York or it's not Los Angeles or something like that where a real estate business closes. Hey, it's D26 in the newspaper. It was front page news and big news for a long time. And it was really difficult to have to call my parents, you know, hey, mom, uh, FYI, don't pick up the newspaper today. Oh. You know, <laughs> ignore it or, or hey, dad, you know, you might want to ignore the paper today. And, you know, I can laugh about it now and everything has worked out great. You know, I wouldn't be talking with you today and wouldn't be doing something I love had that day not happened. But that is is uh, definitely the worst day of my life. But also the biggest lessons too came from that. Well, I can tell you, I want to get into a lesson in a second, but I definitely resonate with you when you say not a big media outlet. And I kind of have um, an opposite story a little bit because I recently went home um, to just hang out with the family back in Maine, which is a very rural state for sure. We next actually, door to me. Yeah. Next door to you, of course. Yeah, we have a million people in the whole state. And it's a big state. And I went to uh, Providence College in Rhode Island, which is a tiny little, little tiny, tiny state. And we have a million people just in that state. So it's kind of funny, like how big Maine is, but just how rural it is as a state, but a great state. I love it. And when I went home, 
I was kind of the talk of the town. Like I was like, I lived in San Diego for seven years and like nobody even like acknowledged me in the, in the traditional media world, like television or newspaper, nothing, there's nothing happening. And that was like for seven years, but I go back to Maine and in one (laughs) week I'm featured on NBC twice. You know, I have like the Portland paparazzi following you around the Bangor, Bangor news, the Bangor daily news. (laughs) They, They drove on down with like their TV trucks and they sat down in my living room and like my grandmother came over because she's like, I love Rob Caldwell and he's like the big news anchor. And so she got to meet him and it was like a whole funny thing. And I was just like, I should live in Maine because people actually care about me here. <laughs> See, it's, it's great for you. It's just the other side of the fence when the crap hits a fan. Oh, totally. Because New Brunswick, my province, is very similar to Maine. 750,000 people and geographically looks very similar. So I was on the other side of the coin. Much better to be in your position uh, with that local media. But uh, yeah, congrats. Well, thank you. But I'm also very aware that that coin always does flip as it flipped for you in the good way. So Fire Nation, we just have to realize that, hey, enjoy the ups. Because the downs, they are a coming. It's just a reality of life. And it's not always a bad thing because it's the roller coaster that makes this fun. Now, Mark, you mentioned a couple of lessons you learned. What's the biggest that you learned from that worst moment? Biggest lesson I got from it was not to box yourself into something or pigeonhole yourself into a certain profession, occupation, or business. So part of my problem, big problem, was I had considered myself a real estate guy where I'd done, that was the only thing I had done for my whole adult life since I was 21. So I thought I have to be doing real estate. I'm Mark, I'm a real estate guy. And you see people boxed in, Joe's a banker, Mary's an accountant. And you know, that's how people like to box in. They like to say, what do you do, John? You know, oh, okay, you're doing X. And that was my big aha is when I realized that, hey, I don't actually have to do real estate because, you know, I'd fun for, many years, don't get me wrong, but I really wasn't enjoying it the last couple of years, you know, and I felt really burnt out and I want to make a big dent in the universe like Steve Jobs talks about. And no offense to anyone in real estate, a lot of people love it and they're making that impact. I just didn't feel I was making as much of an impact as I could be, or certainly not like I am now with coaching where I'm working with people all over the world. So that was my big aha. Don't pigeonhole yourself. You're going to live for hopefully a lot of years and you don't want to be doing something for 60 of those years or something. That'd be pretty boring. Fire Nation, it's important to diversify your skill set. I mean, on one hand, it's really important to build a brand that's so huge to be known for something. I mean, I built a really good brand in the podcasting sphere per se, but you know, I wanted to branch out. And that's why things like the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal have come out. And I've really made a big push on social media because you know I want to build my brand in a diversified manner, as you should be looking to as well, just like Mark is saying, because no matter how great you become at one specific thing, you need to be building your your skills, plural, because this world is changing. Things are going to happen. I don't know if podcasting is going to be around in two, three, five years from now. So because of that, I'm always looking to keep my skills razor sharp. Let's just be honest, Fire Nation, nobody knows the future. Now, Mark, you kind of mentioned that as a little aha moment. Now, you've had a lot of those aha moments. Take us to one of your greatest to date and really break it down. What was that moment? Oh boy. I think uh, for me, a big aha happened probably about a year ago. I I was already charging a fair amount for my coaching compared to the industry average. So I thought, oh, okay, I'm, I'm good, right? And um, I decided to challenge myself. I actually doubled my fees. And then I crossed my fingers and prayed that I wouldn't be living in a cardboard box under a bridge, <laughs> you know, somewhere because that wouldn't be good. <laughs> and, um, you know, what's interesting is it worked out great. You know, um, I got some awesome clients coming in. And the biggest thing was me getting past 
the toughest thing when you do something like that, like you increase your fees, double them, triple them, whatever, it's getting past the guy or the girl in the mirror. It's not the marketplace. So if you accept it in your own mind that you're worth every penny, you'll get it. If you don't accept it, then it's going to be very difficult. And yeah, I just, I cranked my fees up. I said, you know what, my one-on-one time and then my small groups, that's valuable time for me. And I am going to charge for it a premium and it worked out. So that was my big aha. You got to charge what you're worth. Don't be afraid. Just take that kind of leap of faith, you know, and you can do it. And there's such a thing as perceived value, Fire Nation. There's been a couple times where I've looked to hire people for maybe Facebook ads or maybe this or maybe that. And I have to be honest, when people just are charging what I consider ridiculously low rates for their time, I don't perceive their value as very high. But when someone comes back and says, hey, John, I'd love to help you out, but these are my rates, you know, I'm, I'm in demand. You know, what can I say? I'm like, well, there's probably a reason this guy's in demand or this girl's in demand because they're good at what they do. And that just skyrockets their perceived value for me. So something to think about. And Mark, you, my friend, are rightfully so fired up about a lot of things right now. But what's the one thing you are most fired up about today? I got to give a shout out for, I have a Facebook group of coaches and right now there's about 3000 coaches in there. They're awesome. They're just giving so much value. And I just, I get so much from that group, you know, I'm active in there, but then I get so much from the people in there. So the Facebook group's called the coaching jungle because building a coaching business is like a jungle. You got to hack and slash your way through. And uh, the best place to find us, if anyone's interested in coaching, if they're coached, they're thinking about it, any interest in coaching, head over to thecoachingjungle.com. We'll get you there, thecoachingjungle.com. But really excited about what's going on there. It was one of the best moves I made starting that uh, Facebook group. I encourage people to look strongly at Facebook groups for whatever Facebook groups are amazing, Fire Nation. I mean, it is literally on my daily to-do list every single morning, you know, post my morning routine, which is like my run and all the other stuff that I do. I sit down and part of that first 20 minutes I spend online, five of those minutes are in the Podcasters Paradise Facebook group. Five of those minutes are in the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal Facebook group. And just the engagement that happens and the back and forth, it's an amazing place to hang out and it's so efficient and it's so effective. So, if you're not being active right now in some special Facebook groups, you get to find out where th- those are that would be perfect for you. And if they don't exist, uh, then create it. And if you're a coach, obviously, you know, take Mark's advice and check out his Facebook group. It's obviously awesome. Now, Mark, we have a lot of awesomeness coming up here in the lightning round. But before we hit that, we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Have you ever heard that saying, just because you love to bake doesn't mean you should open your own bakery? It's a classic mistake that many entrepreneurs make. We're not all cut out to be in the business of building businesses, and that's okay. Whether you're a seasoned business owner looking to grow your portfolio or you're searching for your first business idea, joining a franchise can be a great way to start. But where do you find out what your options are? Franchise Help is here to connect motivated entrepreneurs like you, Fire Nation, with franchises that can help your new business succeed. Whatever you're passionate about, there's a franchise that can help you build it smarter and faster using time-tested methods that work. You can own your own business without having to go at it alone. Franchising gives you a proven business plan, the strength of a larger organization, and recognition of an established brand. Visit franchisehelp.com slash fire to take their franchise quiz and find your next business. That's franchisehelp.com slash fire. 
The team we built here at EO Fire is integral to our success as a business. Without them, we wouldn't have time to connect with Fire Nation and continue to grow. If you're looking for quality candidates who can help you free up time and connect with your audience and grow your business, then ZipRecruiter.com can help. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualify candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, Fire Nation, try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Mark, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I've got my bulletproof vest on. Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? My first go around back in 2000, nothing held me back. I just jumped right in there. But uh, when I had to get started with a coaching business, what was holding me back was uh, this feeling that, Mark, you went through failure. You know, you went through defeat who are you to be a a coach for anybody? You went through all this stuff and there's a lot of negative emotions that go through that. There's fear, your confidence is hurt, your just guilt, everything else. And I had to push past that. And I'm really, really happy that I was able to do that. But there was a very good chance that could have held me back. I could have said, you know what, I'm going to stick with a nine to five job. And you know what, I'm a loser and I failed and never going to try again. But you know, I got back up and uh, that's what I had to push through when I started coaching. Fire Nation, the imposter syndrome, it will sink every one of your ships as it almost sank mine, as it almost sank Mark's. Don't let it. Mark, what's the best advice you've ever received? I heard an awesome acronym. I believe it was from Robin Sharma, and it's KMF, which stands for Keep Moving Forward. I'm going to probably tattoo that on my body at some point. I'm not sure. And, uh, <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, don't worry. It's not there yet. But K- <laughs> K- KMF, Keep Moving Forward. I mean, every entrepreneur should probably tattoo that on his or her body. What are your first three choices of places to tattoo that? Left buttocks, right buttocks, and uh, forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Why the left buttocks first? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, you know what? I I would put it somewhere that only I could see it, but I I think it's Ryan Holiday. He's got the titles of his books on like his arms and stuff, and he had them before he wrote uh, Ego is the Enemy and then um, The Obstacles Away, but it's a reminder. He's he's talked about when he goes swimming and everything, he sees those. So I'm kind of kidding. I'm not actually going to tattoo that on (laughs) me, but you know, maybe if there's some drunken night in Vegas or something, I'll wake up the next day, kind of like my your subconscious yeah kmf on my face or something (laughs) who knows well it's funny my buddy nick unsworth uh, has it tattooed on his chest backwards so when he looks in the mirror he can actually read it every single morning love it so that was his strategy i can't actually remember what it is right now but it's it's backwards so like if you see him like with no shirt on like you're like at the beach or something you're like what does that even say then he's just like oh it's like an ambulance you know if you put ambulance tattooed on your chest just in case someone sees you in the rear view mirror (laughs) (laughs) never heard that before mark what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Journaling. I'm a huge journaling fan. Uh, There's been very few days in the last seven, eight years I haven't journaled. So um, if you aren't journaling, please look into it. Uh, It just, it's so important for me to dump thoughts out. I've come up with so many good ideas that I would not have come up with had I not been journaling. So definitely look at journaling. What is your favorite journal? Trick question, thefreedomjournal.com. Share an internet resource (laughs) like Evernote, Mark, with Fire Nation. 
can I get a quick affiliate link and then I'll no. Um, <laughs> you know, like my internet resource, uh, I'm a really big fan on, uh, of email marketing. You know, I've been emailing my list daily and I know you do that as well, John. I'm on your list and that's great. Yeah, so is. for me, I'm an AWeber guy, but I mean, there's lots of them out there and uh, yeah, definitely my email system. That's, that is my, probably my number one thing I'm doing every day is that daily email to my list. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Thick Face Blackheart uh, by Chinding Chu. So a lot of listeners probably haven't heard of that book. No. I wish I'd heard of it back in 2009. It would have made that experience a whole lot easier. But I found out about it a couple of years ago. I think it was early 2014. And the book, the best way I can describe it is it's a cross between Think and Grow Rich and The Art of War, which is really interesting. And it's essentially... Asian business practices taken over for the, the, for Westerners to learn. And it's great for developing a thick skin, which is vital for entrepreneurs, for pursuing your mission and not worrying about what other people are thinking. And I mean, I read that book at least three, four times a year. I love it. So Thick Face, Black Heart. Love that. And I don't know if you might have already read this, but I saw Tim Ferriss just recommended this like a week ago, How to Get Filthy Rich in Rising Asia. And I'm at like 65% done this book right now, and it is one of the most entertaining reads I've ever read. So just kind of like that when you're speaking that it was coming from the Asia area, that kind of made me think of that. So maybe two books to check out, Fire Nation. Yeah, I'll put it on my list. Yeah, yeah. And Mark, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world that's identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I mean, obviously, I'd do coaching, but I would, um, you know, I would uh, create a free resource. Now, when I say free, make sure it's valuable. It's good stuff. And uh, I would set up, you know, a simple squeeze page and I would use free social media, just drive people using organic because obviously 500 bucks, you couldn't do much with paid advertising. And I would just drive people in there. And what I would offer is I would offer one-to-one coaching. So I know a lot of people aren't big on one-to-one coaching. You mentioned, you know, Tim Ferriss, a lot of people are into the four-hour work week, but I think a lot of times one-to-one coaching is your quickest path to revenue in the early days, at least. And I've found often that's easier to get a one-on-one client, sometimes easier than a $10 ebook sale, (laughs) which sounds funny to do it, but it's just, um, yeah, that's what I would do. And I think it would work. Well, we spoke about perceived value earlier, and a ebook just doesn't have the same perceived value as the one-on-one, you know, on even any level. So even if it's mm. 10x the cost, the one-on-one coaching just has more perceived value. And Fire Nation, when you're starting, specifically when you're starting, you need to do things that don't scale. Don't think you're going to turn on the lights of your business, and all of a sudden you're going to be leveraging and scaling to the hilt. That takes time, energy, years of effort. So do things that don't scale. And Mark... Let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say bye-bye. Parting piece of advice, I mentioned it earlier, for entrepreneurs, please ready, fire, aim. (laughs) Don't overthink things. Don't try to plan everything out because you're going to have to throw it out the window at some point. So definitely uh, ready, fire, aim would be that way. The best place to connect with me is um, naturalborncoaches.com. And if you head over there, I have a, we just talked about eBooks. Most of them don't have that perceived value. This is the best eBook you're ever gonna read. Um, <laughs> it's called uh, The Real ABCs of a Successful Coaching Business. It's, it's actually a lot of stuff's applicable for entrepreneurs in there. I've had entrepreneurs say, I'm not a coach, Mark, but I loved it. So naturalborncoaches.com, you can get that. And then the other thing I'm doing is um, I do free strategy sessions, 30 minutes, um, I will do that. And uh, if you you could go to naturalborncoaches.com slash 
call. And I'll mention something to you. If you head over to naturalborncoaches.com slash call, mention that you heard this interview for Fire Nation. If you're a friend of John's, I've got a special gift for you. It's not a car. It's not a laptop. It's not a trip. <laughs> but it is a special gift for listening to this interview because I do appreciate, John, you've been a big part of my journey and all that. So naturalbornCoaches.com slash call and we'll get your coaching business rolling. Well, Mark, you're appreciated as well, brother, because your time is valuable. And it just blows me away that he is willing, Fire Nation, to spend 30 minutes on a call with you and give you a gift as well for just being part of Fire Nation. So naturalbornCoaches.com slash call. Get over there, sign up, and of course, uh, pound on your chest. You're part of Fire Nation for that gift. Holla. And (laughs) Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with MM and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Mark, M-A-R-C, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation, timestamps, links galore. And Mark, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Mark today. And hello, 30 minutes, go over to naturalborncoaches.com slash call and mention you're part of Fire Nation for that gift. And I have created quick and powerful tutorials on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook Live. Check all those out and more at skillsonfire.com. I will catch you on the flip side. Looking for quality candidates to help you grow your business? Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.